0: Welcome to another edition of Sensibly Cynical. My name is Sean, and with me today is uh, my co-host Frank Jag. How you doing today, Frank?
1: Doing well, man. I'm doing well.
0: Okay, today we are going to discuss uh, uh, our stories of um, debauchery. Doesn't that sound great, Frank? This is not what this podcast is about. Then what's it about? We have to listen. I have I have a mission in life right now, currently, just to cut back my drinking. You know, and I feel like since since we started this podcast, I feel like it's an avenue for me to to stop drinking. I feel you know, and with people's Support, I can expedite that process and totally cut alcohol out of my out of my system. See, I, I, and I, no, and I feel like getting out my stories, my experiences with alcohol, and when and when I listened, to, when I re listen to this for the hundredth time, I can say, "Oh, I was so stupid," and that will.
1: Guide me to totally take it out of my system. Does that make sense? Or am I see, just I, I think again? I think I think the best way to get it out of your system is to do it a lot to the point where you become addicted and then have to go to rehab. And, and see,
0: I failed again because it, my my brother brought home some beer and I took a and I drank a couple. I mean, that see, it's got it has to get to the point where that doesn't even that doesn't even cross th- my mind. I think you know I, it's not it's nothing against him. Because he just gets it because the socialized with with sports and such. So it's not his fault, it's mine for taking the bait. You know, that's why I've been drinking Red Bull every time when we go out.
1: But see, I think think actually the best way to deal with. With alcohol is to drink so much that you become addicted. Go to rehab Let's, and go to a house, halfway Because I think kind of
0: like that show Mom I've been seeing where the girls the girls talk about their their drunken stories and that one mom dates a paraplegic. I mean, what what since since you said since you rudely interrupted me and said that this is not what this podcast is about, what is this podcast about?
1: What should I make the the, the episode title? So I think, I think what the best thing about to deal with alcohol is no, no, not no, no. to no, deal with saying, stories.
0: You said that this is not what this podcast is about. What is this podcast about?
1: See, I'm just going to ignore you and Why? continue. So what I was saying was, I think, you know, you ever met anyone that came out of a halfway house? Unfortunately.
0: Well, no, and, I, haven't, I haven't met you have a halfway house. You're talking about when I met somebody in general coming out of a halfway
1: house? When people come out of halfway houses, they're very enlightened and they know the secret to life. You not on
0: this not on this show I watched le- uh, last last uh, last night well people I know they no, come no, no, on a, ha- they, you know, they don 't they
1: drink anymore when they come out of halfway houses they come on light and they know this, the secret to life and they 're very happy you know So show? i don 't think, I don't think yeah. the secret is to necessarily stop drinking. I think it 's to drink so much that you end up in rehab in a halfway house I think you come out a better person that way
0: Frank, you know this show you ever heard this show
1: teen mom teen mom yeah. we, you were on there weren 't you
0: no. But are you familiar with that show? I am very
1: familiar. I'm very familiar with it. Okay, there We're was sure. a
0: guy no, let me tell you the story. There was this guy on Team Mom, not gonna say his name just to you know, not disclose it, but he was in a half he was in a half I guess he did some, you know, some drugs or whatever, and he was in a halfway okay, for twenty one just... no, for twenty one days. And he's and he's completely free now. So I don't even want to do that. The fact of the matter is, today we're gonna di- we're gonna talk about our um, some stories that we have personally that you either thought was like awesome or that you regret and wish never happened. So, Frank, I want you to talk about something, um, a night out you had, or. Um, Something that, I know you probably may not remember the story, but stuff that you, maybe a story that you've been told back to you, that you did. So go ahead, the floor is yours. What's your story?
1: I don't believe in getting too drunk and being an asshole. No, no,
0: you don't have a, you don't have a story about drinking too much? i got lots of stories about so drinking tell, too much. So tell me one, or tell us one.
1: I feel like statutes of limitations I shouldn't.
0: You shouldn't. You, you can be vague. You don't I, want to talk about you don't want to talk about a night on the town.
1: I don't know. Come on. I feel like that this is your time. Okay. Okay then.
0: So I mean, I for those who know me, I have a lot to choose from, and I want to talk about, um, you know, my twenty first birthday. You know, how Frank. You know, how you, it's your twenty first birthday, and. You know, someone's excited, you know, there are people are excited for you and you're excited as well because you know this is the time that you can actually legally drink. So we had this whole thing planned at this Irish pub, you know, in in um, in middle of nowhere, Florida, and I drank I drank so much that that I puked all over the porch. Like, literally all over.
1: What a badass.
0: Like, they, like, people people scurried off. Like, I was like, because someone spiked my pitcher of beer when I went to the bathroom.
1: It's your birthday. I
0: I had my own pitcher of Bud Light and someone spiked it with some sort of whiskey. I don't know what it was. And, you know, I was so drunk, I didn't know what it was anyways. So... And and then since then, that was nine years ago almost. Um, And I've had other stories. I've had other stories since then where I've slept in my own puke and uh, my 28th birthday. Seems all these stories seem to revolve around my birthday. I don't know why. Hmm. (laughs) My 22nd birthday, my 28th. I can tell you a story about
1: one time I woke up in my own puke. So I was coming back from a date party in college. Yeah. And I happened to end up at this bar, uh-huh. and I was being a nice guy like any other person. Sure. And I was buying people shots of tequila. I don't remember anything else, but I did wake up the next morning in my bed covered in vomit, mm-hmm. which was sucked because I was late to beer baseball.
0: Say that again, you're late to what? Beer baseball. Ba- beer baseball. Can you explain what that is? So what beer you- baseball
1: is, is you set the bases, ar- you set, um, bases around and you have two teams. One in the field and one batting, and mm-hmm. you use your arm as the bat. Sure. And, Rob's you no, you use a base, you use a baseball bat actually with one hand, right. and you have to hold your beer together, the And the empty beer cans throughout the game become the balls, and the pitcher throws empty crushed beer cans at you, and you have to hit them. Wow. And you know you hit them, and then you have to run the bases. And the thing about it is, the whole time you can't spill your beer. Or you have to chug it obviously That's and so good. you keep That's playing crazy. until you run out of Alve all the cases of beer are gone. So yeah oh, I was, out of, That's I, was crazy. I was late for beer baseball and so I was on my way to the store to get beer for beer baseball 11 o'clock in the morning after waking up in my vomit, and they would not sell me any beer because they could sell, they could smell so much alcohol in my breath that I was way, clearly way too drunk to buy beer. Granted, I had just woken up, and I was too drunk to buy a beer. No, oh, excuse me. I'm just drinking a glass of milk while you
0: listen to this
1: story. So anyway, after this, I woke up. I, you know, being a nice guy I yeah, am, I finally get beer. I, I showed up to a beer baseball. I felt bad about being late. And this guy shows up to me. This guy that um, I knew comes up to me. Couldn't really remember his name at the time because I was, I was hammered the night before. Shocker. He grabs me by my shirt, picks me up off my feet and says, I'm going to kill you.
0: Right.
1: And, you know, if, it, 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 if, if you've lived the life I have, I'm going to kill you are words you kind of hear, like, hello. So, um, anyway, he comes up to me and he says, I'm going to kill you. And I go, why? He goes, you made me drink so much that I, um, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to, um, I was, I, you know, I've never been that sick in a while. So anyway, this goes on for years, and, and we go on and have, you know, um, um, fights um, throughout years of who can out, who can outdrink who. He tries to make me drink too much. I try to make him drink too much. And then we had this one night where I made him. He tried to make me drink too much, and I ended up making him drink too much to the point where I had him at 31 years old, graduated, four years past graduating from college on college, looking for his dorm room because he was so wasted. It's
0: incredible. Incredible, man. I I, I had a college story. Um, I went to UCF. Um, shout out to the Knights who went undefeated, Frank. Anyways. Um, and their
1: coach left for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But we don't want to talk about that. Not not now. Uh, anyways, this is a serious subject. So, Anyways, I went to this party and my buddy had an apartment right next to the stadium, so people, people from all, you know, I think there was some, I think there was like some cheerleaders that went there or, you know, went to the party or whatever and... It, this was Frank. This was literally. I know this is probably a norm in most campuses, but this was a five to five. You know what a five to five party is? I mean, it says it in the name. Five, five to five to five a.m. Oh right. man! So look at that. <laughs> so, the, guy, the guy
1: got a good education over there, UCF. Yeah, uh, yeah. So complicated topics. A, so I
0: did a five to five, and I remember this is when this is when um, you know Alex Rodriguez.
1: I've heard of him, okay, the third sorry. baseman for the New York Yankees.
0: Yeah, so I was so smashed that I was being cocky about a game-winning shot, and I, I called myself a Rod. You know, that's how drunk I was because I don't even like the Yankees. You know, I feel like, I feel like when you say a Rod at a drinking game, I feel like that's, that's taboo.
1: Speaking about drunk when you and say cocky. when
0: you say you're a Rod, you know, and then I ended up um, pissed off because I didn't get. Like there was a guy who got a birthday kiss, and I was like, "Where's mine?" You know, and I like struck out and get it, get the pun. I did there. Yeah, I got I it. S- <laughs> I struck out that night, and you know, and it was just, it was just, sh- it was just a shame because there was a girl. Like the next week, this continue on the story. That I had, I thought I had, I thought I had a chance at her. So I, we t- we like went a to fish, the,
1: we went to the local. We kind of like to a, a fish when you're throwing a rod in and yeah. trying to get him to bite on the we, worm.
0: We went to the bar, and I had and I had I was like beyond friend zone, friend. Right? I was basically at the bar. People were like, "Oh, it's your girl," and she like and she was getting numbers from other guys right in front of me. <laughs> like I was so bad, and it was just like it was just like a downward spiral. So I feel like stories like that should be told. Because it should influence others to not, how not
1: to,
0: how not to act. Sure, I
1: got lots of stories about not how, not how not to act. One day, I got so drunk that I I, I really don't remember. I, apparently, I gave a girl my number. Don't remember. Mm-hmm. She texted me. She wants to hang out. I'm like, whatever. I don't remember you. Yeah. So anyway, she comes and she knocks on my door. I don't know how she knew where I lived. She comes and knocks on my door the next day. And um, I didn't hear it because it's where I... It was a very insulated area, it was a very cold area, very high insulation. So if you're not near the door, you can't hear it. And then, so I start getting these bad texts from her, hey, you cocky piece of shit, you cocky asshole, bliss, that, and the other thing. And I said, hold up, I didn't hear the door, come back, I'll open the door. So she comes back, I open the door, and I'm like, why would you think I would do that? She goes, I thought you were a cocky, arrogant prick. I'm like, well, what would make you think that? She goes, well, last night when you gave me your number, you put me, you put yourself in your, my phone is God.
0: Huh. <laughs>
1: So apparently that, that came across as cocky.
0: Eh, maybe a tad. A little bit. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't
1: think so. Maybe a tad. I don't think so.
0: Um, so I think this would be a good time to start our um, our thoughts for the episode. Uh, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with sensible this time, Frank. I think my I think my effort to to change my habits. I think this is the right way to, way to go. I know, you know, I have some issues, and you know, I've cut back on it. But I feel like I feel like if you've constantly been drinking for you know years and years, I feel like it's good to take a break, and that's my that's my goal. Um, and I feel like keeping. Keeping your alcohol uh, consumption to a limit is a good thing. And I feel like more people should do that. And hearing these stories um, today, you know, will help, should help um, me understand, like, my actions in the past wasn't, wasn't a good setup for my future. So I'm still, I'm not going out as much, but I'm still uh, drinking. I kind of want to stop. And I don't really want to want to lose my social status either. So I feel like that's mostly the Hangouts. Right? So, I'm trying to find a happy medium. And, based on last episode, if you want to give me suggestions, you can email us at
1: sensiblycynicalpodcast at gmail.com
0: Right. And, I will Take the suggestions and consider them greatly. I need suggestions on an all, how to how to hang out socially without using alcohol. That's my sensible thought. Now, what's 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 your thought for the episode?
1: Well, I'm going to go sensible in this one as well, and in, in sensible, in sensible in the case that um, you know, um, you know, if if you do. If you do find yourself struggling with addiction, um, you know, obviously rehab and halfway houses are are obviously a great way to go. They're obviously an expensive way to go. But I don't know anyone that's ever come out, um, obviously, I haven't, I don't know anyone that's ever come out that didn't know this, that didn't know the, um, the secret to life. And I mean that in a very sarcastic manner. In the point that, um, a lot of people do come out and they do come out good. And I also know a few people that like to go back every year. And so, I mean, um... Really, I think it comes down to your own self-control and your own mental maturity. Um, if you do feel that you do struggle with addiction um, or, or you do have family family history of addiction, um, one, one way that a lot of people that, that are in that situation try to measure their, um, their either drug or alcohol consumption is by trying to give it up for a month. And, and, and if you can give it up for a month, typically that's a good measurement of not being addicted. If you can give it up for a month, if you cannot give it up for a month, if you try to give it up for a month and you can't make a whole month, that is a very good indication that you are an addict, and that is a very indication that you need help. Like yesterday. Well. <laughs> and so, and, and like, that's it, a great. That's it, a great advice. And, and, that
0: I'm gonna, I'm going to do my uh, best to follow that um, advice, Frank. I, I thank you for sharing your stories today, Frank, and you know, it's, hopefully we'll. Um, you know, this is a sarcastic, you know, comedy based podcast. I feel like this is a good subject for other, you know, for people to, to talk about. I feel like this should get more um, publicity and it's a serious, serious matter. So,
1: and I want to, I want to, um, you know, and, and I, I think people need to really, really take it seriously. Um, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than having your buddy calling you up. Um, Having, want, wanting you to take them to the emergency room because they overdosed. Mm-hmm. There's also nothing more frustrating than of on your course. way to the emergency room when they ask you to go through the drive through to have an ice cream because they haven't slept, because they haven't eaten in three days because they forgot because they were high in meth. So, I mean, like, you know, it's it, there's nothing more frustrating. And you're not only hurting yourself through addiction, you're hurting the people that, that hurting the people that care about you as well. So, um, we keep that in mind. Um, do yourself a favor and um, really keep, Keep any. Um, as God? Is God said? This uh, um, is Jesus said. God gave us alcohol to use, but not to abuse.
0: Okay, with um, with that, uh, thank you for listening to Sensibly Cynical. And um, once again, I, you know, I can't I can't forget the cheap plug, Frank. Our email. Simply, Simply cynical.
1: Cynical podcast at gmail dot com.
0: Thank you.